Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina, and I'm so excited that you are tuning in today. Thank you so much for listening, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your phone. I'm so grateful for you guys, and it truly means the world to me to have this platform, to be able to share knowledge with you guys, and to have such an awesome inner growth community. If you guys are not following our Instagram yet, make sure to do that. I always share new episode links on there and other posts that hopefully will fill your feed with inspiration and just motivation to step into your best self's shoes. And on today's episode, I really want to talk about the power of self-awareness and of personal responsibility because this is something that has been a really big part of my own journey and my own personal transformation. And I think it's something that needs and deserves to be talked more about. Did you know that one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, it's time to make 2024 the year that you finally check it off the list using Babbel. When it comes to learning new languages, something about me that a lot of people actually don't know is that I'm fluent in three different languages because I grew up in Brazil, I speak Portuguese fluently, and then I also am fluent in English and in Spanish, but I also am currently learning how to speak Italian because I started learning it in college for my study abroad program in Milan, but then my program ended up being canceled, so I never really got the chance to fully learn Italian, which is why Babbel has been coming in so handy for me. It's a science-backed language learning app that was designed by real people for real conversations conversations and Babbel's tips and tools are super approachable. They're rooted in real life situations and they are delivered in the app through conversational based teaching. So I've been using Babbel to learn how to order food, ask for directions and speak to merchants so that next time I go to Italy, I can practice my Italian and also speak confidently. So if you're also in a journey to learn a new language, I have a special limited time deal for our inner growth listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off a Babbel subscription and this is only for our listeners at babble.com slash growth. Get up to 60% off at babble.com slash growth spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash growth. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ciao. And so let's jump into it. I'll see you guys on the other side and let's get growing. All right, so let's talk about self-awareness and personal responsibility. If you guys haven't noticed, this is something that comes up quite a lot when I'm talking to guests on the podcast, but it's also come up a good amount in solo episodes in like a subtle way. And so I just thought it was time to have an episode where I talk about it just fully and really debrief it, break it down, and then hopefully inspire you to implement it more into your life so that you can see better results, that you can feel better, so that you can really step into your higher self's shoes because it really is like the key. 
it's so important. And so the first part is self-awareness, right? It's really easy for us to live our lives just on the go from one thing to the next, just finding ways to dissociate from life or numb ourselves or avoid reality or convince ourselves that everything's okay or we you know even sometimes people turn to you and they might just be like how are you doing and then you're just like oh, I'm good or oh, I'm fine and you're not really taking a moment or you're not really checking in with yourself regularly enough to know what's going on in your life like sometimes we just get so caught up in the day-to-day in the routine in the you know kind of like hustle bustle that we forget to tune in so obviously there's that side of self-awareness right which is having the ability to connect with yourself but the other aspect of self-awareness also is just like looking at yourself with honesty right Sometimes it's really easy for us to fall to a victim mindset and choose to blame circumstances or blame people as reasons why things are not flowing in our lives, right? Or we fall to negative thought patterns or unhealthy-ish habits that don't really serve us, that keep us playing small, that keep us stuck, that keep us in our comfort zone and just don't enable us to show up in our fullest potential, right? And so I feel like This is really important because when we are falling to a victim mindset, when we're finding ways to blame circumstances or blame other things or blame other people, we're not really looking at ourselves. We're not really being honest, right? And that's like the essence of self-awareness, right? To be aware is to be honest. To be aware is to be able to look at your life and really take stock of what's going on and self-awareness is about knowing how you're showing up it's like about owning up to that and being real with yourself and being like yeah you know what i am playing small you know what i am not showing up for the things i tell myself i'm gonna do right let's say you tell yourself that you're gonna go to the gym like four times a week but then every week that goes by you find a different excuse and then you continuously feel bad about yourself because you're not getting stronger or seeing some results or whatever. Or let's say you tell yourself that you're going to meal prep or you're going to go and start eating healthier, but you don't go to the grocery store and you don't find recipes and you just don't take action. You're failing to keep the promises that you keep to yourself and that really gets in the way, right? And I've fallen to this in the past as well, right? Like I'm not perfect in any way, but in terms of self-awareness is something that has really helped me a lot. And I feel like self-awareness sometimes can be really hard because a lot of the times we don't necessarily want to look at our flaws or our insecurities or we don't want to look at how we're playing small or we don't want to really get real with ourselves that we are contributing to our current situation, right? It's more comfortable to just blame something else or find an excuse because that keeps you in the comfort zone, that keeps you where you're at, that keeps you where you're at. And so learning to be self-aware, learning to look at your life with as much awareness and as much honesty as possible is so important, right? And the thing about self-awareness that I also mention all the freaking time is that in order to shift your life, like in order to really create change or level up or grow into the best version of yourself or find more freedom or feel more confident or feel healthier, you also have to get really real with yourself about what's currently going on, right? You have to take stock of what are your current beliefs? What are your current habits? How are you talking to yourself? How are you showing up every day? How much action are you really taking? What are you feeling? What are your triggers? What are the things that get to you, right? What are the things that get you on edge? Like you have to be aware of that, right? Awareness is just shining light. And 
the thing about all of this is that the more aware that you are, it's not a, it, and the thing about this is that as you become more aware, you are going to notice things about yourself that maybe aren't like the best qualities ever, but in becoming aware of that, in taking ownership of that, then you're able to change, then you're able to grow. And so in doing that, that's so freaking powerful, but it can definitely be uncomfortable. So that's the first thing, right? And as you become aware, as you own up to it, that's how you activate personal responsibility and personal accountability, right? Personal accountability is being able to be accountable for how you're showing up, right? So when you're able to look at yourself with honesty and you see certain things that you are contributing to, right? And you realize, no, actually, like, it's not that the world is out to get me. It's not that X person is mean. It's not that that person isn't taking into account my feelings. Like, maybe I'm not communicating my needs properly, or maybe I'm not being vulnerable enough in my connections, or maybe I'm not really taking good care of my body. That's a being accountable, right? And you can also be accountable for the things that you are doing, right? Take stock of how you are showing up. Take stock of the great qualities that you have. It's about both. It's about looking at your shadow, looking at those areas of improvement, but also looking at the great things, right? And owning both, right? Being accountable for both. And when you say, you know, oh, I'm going to have an accountability partner, right? Let's say you're going to do a challenge or something and you do the challenge with someone else. So you hold each other accountable. That is basically saying, oh, you're going to make sure that both of you, like mutually, you're making sure that both of you are showing up, that you're both committing, that you're both taking action. But it's so important to be your own accountability partner, right? And to make sure that you're doing it for yourself. And that's something that I've really learned from podcasts, from quotes, from people I know, from my own journey, that the more that I do things for me, the more that I do things because I'm accountable for how I show up for myself and in my life, the better results that I get, but also the happier I feel, the more confident I feel, and the prouder of myself I'm able to feel because I know I'm doing my best. I know that I'm taking ownership and accountability for myself, for what I want to do and create in my life. And so I think that that's really important. And then the personal responsibility side is, you know, being responsible for yourself, is having your own back, and is making sure that you do take those action steps, that you do take action, that you go for it, that you start, that you get out of that stagnation, that you help yourself because, you know, many of us just want someone to save us, someone to tell us what to do, whether it's a coach, a content creator, a YouTuber, whatever, a therapist, a parent, a friend. We want other people to tell us what's the best choice, what's the best decision, what's the best move. But what about your intuition? What's your inner self telling you? And how can you instead just choose to be responsible for yourself, right? And choose to be responsible in the sense of like, yeah, I'm gonna be responsible for my health right? It's up to me. And yeah, I can go and get a nutritionist, get some help or whatever inspiration. But at the end of the day, it's up to me, right? If I'm going to follow the nutritionist's plan or, oh yeah, I can go and pay a healer to heal my chakras. But if I continuously show up in the same way, I'm going to continuously create the same blocks in my life. And I'm going to constantly be needing a Reiki healer to unblock my chakras. So I think there's a very fine line between reaching for support and getting help and working with a coach and working with a healer and whatever, getting support, getting help, but also 
at the end of the day, you're the one who's in charge of your life. You're the one who's in charge of the results you want to see. And here I am, like, I'm giving you and me some tough love, right? And this is something that I've really had to realize, right? And at, and also what ends up happening when you decide to take action, when you decide to create change, when you decide to try something new and get yourself out of a rut, get yourself out of unhelpful patterns and habits, it's uncomfortable, right? It's not comfy. It's not sweet all the time. And you're going to hit plateaus. Or you're going to hit breaking points. You're going to hit stuck periods. You're going to feel maybe like you don't know where to go next. And sometimes that happens. And that can be really frustrating, like not knowing how to proceed or knowing, okay, I want to get to that certain result, but I don't necessarily know when I'm going to reach it. And I don't know necessarily if I'm going to be good at it. And I don't know if necessarily I'm going to even know how to do it at first. But when you commit to wanting that or when you commit to showing up for it, you're going to get better as you go, of course. But also, you're going to have to let go of how you've been doing things up until this point, right? I'll just give an example in my personal life that's been coming up for me in a small way. But it's just been something that I've been thinking about and, I hope, and maybe it'll just help kind of give you an example, right? So when I started on TikTok, this was in 2020. And in 2020, TikTok was a specific way. And over time, as the platform has evolved, the type of content that people post on there has changed. There's so many more creators on there. There's, there's different things going on in our world, right? When this was in 2020, everyone was stuck at home and we were all seeking certain things out of social media. But now that time has passed, we're all seeking different things out of social media. And the content that's being shared is different. What's resonating with people is different. And so for a really long time, I was just getting in my own way because I was stuck and being in a victim mindset and just being like, oh, what I used to post doesn't work anymore and da da la, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to show up anymore. I don't, people are not liking my videos, whatever. But then I had to realize that that was just an excuse I was making for myself, right? That was just what I was telling myself just because I didn't want to actually change how I was showing up because in order to keep up with the times and change with the platform, I have to be okay with letting go of how I used to do things. And so that's something that's really, really important is realizing that there's certain habits and certain things that got you to where you are today. And there is gratitude to be had for those things and those ways of being, but that might not necessarily get you to the next level. That might not necessarily get to help you get to where you want to go next. And you have to be adaptable and you have to be willing to change and you have to be willing to try new things and try different ways of doing things. And that's so important. But then on the other hand too, it's important to not get caught up in just doing things because everyone else is doing it, right? And you have to figure out what works for you, what feels aligned with you, what would make you happy, right? What impact do you want to have on yourself, on others, on your health, on your life? And when we're too caught up in what other people are doing, we often lose ourselves in the way, we lose our authenticity, and maybe that will lead us to not feeling fulfilled. That won't solve the problem of feeling stuck or feeling sad about where you are or whatever. And so that's another thing that's really important as you're taking personal responsibility and you're having self-awareness, it's important to be aware also of what do you want to do? And I'm someone who tends to jump to the how, like I have a lot of Aries energy in my birth chart, so a lot of the times I find myself just jumping to action. And this is something that my therapist pointed out to me recently is that that's something I tend to do, right? I'm a very big action taker and go-getter. And I just, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I can do? How can I get there? What do I do now? Like, da 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 And I'm just like, like running, 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 running. And what she pointed out was that 
that's just me being too much in my masculine, right? And I saw this in a, or, and I listened to this in a podcast recently where someone was saying that being too much in your feminine is being too much in that, oh, I'm just meditating here on what I want and it's just going to fall on my lap. And then being too much in the masculine is just taking action with no intention, with no direction, with no purpose. And to create a perfect blend of the masculine and the feminine, you have to have intention and have your why solid in your brain, in your mind, and then show up, show up for yourself. And so if you're feeling like you're wanting to change, you're wanting to step up into the next level version of you, you have to at the same time, let go of what's no longer working, let go of what's maybe brought you to this point and be willing to change, be flexible, have an open and learner's mindset around it, right? But also realize that you need to be so solid in your why, because if you're just doing things for the sake of action, for the sake of just going for it, for the sake of just doing things, and you don't have that why really solid, you're not going to feel fulfilled. And that's something I've fallen into over and over again, is losing sight of my why sometimes, and just taking action for action's sake, and then just being like, why am I unhappy? Like, why am I not feeling connected to myself? Why am I not feeling good? And I have to then reconnect to why am I even showing up in the first place, right? And how can I start taking action in alignment with that? So if you are deciding to make a change, make sure to always turn back to a purpose behind it. And this applies to everything, right? Like at the end of the day, we all want to live more intentionally because with intentional living comes more mindfulness, obviously, but also more fulfillment, more happiness, more self-love and the ability to really feel proud of yourself because you know that you're acting towards a common goal, towards alignment with your calling, with what you're being pushed through right now. And something else too that's really important to remember is that what you're being called to right now, the changes that you're being called to make or the things that you're being called to do right now is just right now right? And you're constantly changing. We're constantly growing. We're constantly evolving. And so what you need right now or in this chapter of your life, in this season of your life, in the next year of your life might be different than what you needed a year ago. And it probably will be different than what you will need a year from now. And that is okay. So there's also a practice, right, of tuning back in and checking in and sometimes reevaluating. And that's exactly what I've been saying, right? comes down to self-awareness. It comes down to knowing yourself, but also looking at yourself with honesty, looking at your life with honesty and awareness and just truth, getting real with yourself. And then at the same time, being responsible and accountable for the changes that you want to see and acting in alignment with a goal, with an intention, with a why behind it. And that's how you can perfectly blend the feminine, right, of the self-awareness, of the connection to self, of the intuition, of the downloads, and of the receiving with the action, with the, you know, momentum, with the motivation, with the consistency, with the structure. And both can go hand in hand to give you the results that you want, to help you feel more empowered, to help you feel healthier, to help you feel just more in alignment with your true self, with your best self. And something I was talking to a friend about recently is that there's a lot of misconceptions around the fact that, you know, to be your best self, to transform into your best self, you have to go through a really big low, right? That like transformation only comes or rebirth only comes from that deep, deep low or feeling really down. But that's not true. You can decide that you want to be your best self today. 
right? And maybe to be your best self today, there are certain things that you might have to reconnect to. There are certain habits that you maybe are not doing this anymore and you can connect to again, that you can show up for again, that you can embrace again. And that's okay, right? You didn't fail. You just evolved. You just grew. And with that growth, certain things fell off and that's fine. That happens. So just reconnect to them, right? For example, recently I realized that there were certain things that I wasn't prioritizing and I've been making more of a conscious effort to show up for myself and for my health and for my self-care and it's been making me feel so good. But I also know that this is what's serving me right now and this is like my, you know, summertime wellness routine. And once it's fall or once it's winter, it might change. Or even in a more like monthly sense, like when I'm in my period, what works for me might not be what works for me in my ovulation, might not be what works for me when I'm in my luteal phase about to get my period. And that's okay too. Like life is cyclical. Life ebbs and flows. Life has ups and downs. So we have to just like live with them and embrace them and work with them instead of trying to push them away or trying to being that victim and just being like, oh, like it's just not flowing or I'm just so stuck and there's nothing I can do about it. Everything works out for everyone else and never for me. Because if you fall into that, you're not being personally responsible. You're not being self-aware. You're not just tapping into your true power. And so right now, for example, I've been cultivating this feminine energy for me and this self-awareness by mind dumping first thing in the morning and just writing out for like 10 minutes. And also just like, doing my workouts outside and reading a book while I eat my breakfast. Those simple things have just been making me feel really amazing first thing in the morning and have been helping me empty my mind and nourish my body with endorphins and sunshine and knowledge. But in a few months when it's cold, my rooftop and like the outdoor patio in my building might not be open, right? I'm not gonna necessarily be able to work out outside and do like Pilates in my mat when it's super cold. And so I'm just leaning into what's flowing now. And I know that once the time comes, I'll be able to adapt my lifestyle and adapt my routine because I'll be in tune with what I need and I'll be reevaluating, right? I'll be tuning back in when I need to make a shift. And sometimes, you know, my routine might be different even tomorrow. Like, Yesterday was a Sunday and I didn't really want to work out, but I still did my skincare and I still cleaned my kitchen and I still did my mind dump. I still did a few of the habits that I normally do on a typical weekday, but I didn't feel bad that I didn't go work out because I knew that I needed to rest. I knew that that's what I needed on that day because I was connecting to myself and I was just aware that if I pushed myself, maybe I would just be really tired today or I'd be really burnt out because I went out on Saturday and I was tired yesterday on Sunday. So I honored my body. I honored my rest. And it just feels really good to honor yourself. And it just feels really good to know yourself. And it feels really good to know that you're taking responsibility and you're showing up for who you want to be. And you're not being a victim and you're not playing small. And you're not being scared of what you don't know yet. You're not being scared of judgment. You're not being scared of being imperfect. And so... This is why I wanted to talk about this because I remember in the beginning of my spiritual journey and I've talked about this in my spiritual journey episode and I think in my mental health episode, but in the very beginning of the pandemic, in the beginning of lockdown in 2020, that's when I had like my deepest, darkest night of the soul. That's when I had my real just spiritual awakening and life just slapped me in the face and was like, you're not acting in alignment with who you want to be. Before COVID, before the lockdown, at 
college, just doing what everyone else was doing, losing myself, losing sight of who I really am, doing things because everyone else was doing it, and falling to just like partying and numbing myself. And I was really disconnected from my emotions. Even though I felt a lot, I just wasn't able to understand what I felt. I didn't know how to set boundaries. I just didn't have good coping mechanisms. I was pretty codependent. I relied a lot on external validation from my academics. Like there was all these things that I was doing that weren't serving me. And once the pandemic forced me to come back home, I like went through a breakup. I like, like, okay, I'm stuck at home. I'm by myself. And I was with my family also. And so I was just like in my home, but I also was just like looking at myself for the first time. And I started therapy. I started reading personal growth books. I started meditating. I just like went all in on really learning new things. And I stopped just feeling like it was everyone else's fault that I was the way I am. And I started really looking at myself and just being like, no, I contributed to this. I showed up in a certain way. And that's what got me here. That's what got me feeling this way. And through therapy and through journaling and through meditation, I started becoming more and more self-aware. And also through a course called Becoming the One, I really learned how to be aware of my triggers, aware of my shadow, but also I really learned how to look at myself with personal responsibility. Because what that course talked a lot about was this idea of living consciously, right? And creating and cultivating conscious relationships in your life. And to cultivate a conscious relationship in your life, you have to be a conscious human. You have to be conscious and aware of yourself. You have to be conscious of how you showing up a certain way will affect other people. How you speaking a certain way or communicating a certain way affects other people, affects yourself, affects the reality that you live in. And that's what being conscious is really about. It's about being self-aware and also owning up to what you do so that you can put your ego aside sometimes and just own up to it, whether it means that you decide to change your habits or you decide to ask for help or you decide to apologize, but you have to be able to be conscious of what you're doing and how you're talking to yourself and to others, ways that you're showing up and the habits that you're having and cultivating and how you are watering or how you are not watering yourself and others. Because if you're not, you're living in that unconscious, right? That subconscious and you're living from your shadow. You're living from this place of avoiding yourself. And so once I did this course and once I went through my awakening and I was like, oh my God, all these different things were coming to the surface. Like it was really an activation for me. And that's what like I really, really learned in that moment. And I've talked about this in podcasts where I've been interviewed on that once I started really taking responsibility for my life, that's when I activated all the changes that I made. And in taking responsibility for my life, I also have been able to change the direction in which I was going in. And I've been able to call in new and aligned friendships, new and aligned career opportunities, a better relationship with my body and with food, a better relationship with my family, a aligned romantic relationship, and someone who I absolutely love and adore with my whole heart. And it just enabled me to create better things in my life. But with that came shedding, with that came letting go of the old, with that came sometimes the reappearance of the old so that I can continuously shed it again. And something I've had to learn is that if I don't properly release these old things, these old patterns, habits, behaviors, ways of speaking, if I don't have the time to really mourn them, to really release them, to really let go of them, I keep falling back into them. And so in 
deciding to show up differently and deciding to create a new habit, you also have to really be able to just tell yourself, you know what, like, I'm ready for better. I'm ready for a more aligned version of myself. But I also realize that in doing that, I have to let go of the ways in which I've showed up until now. And I have to let go of this old version of myself. And I'm sending her love and I'm sending her light and I'm grateful for her, but I don't need her anymore. And you have to know what that old version of you was like, right? How would that old version of you show up now? How would that old version of you behave, speak, act? And realize when you're falling back into that, right? And continuously show up for the letting go of that. And you don't necessarily have to know exactly how this new, better version of yourself is going to be. You're creating it right now. And to create that, you need the self-awareness. You need the responsibility. You need the accountability. You have to be there for yourself. You have to be honest. You have to be truthful. You have to look at yourself and show up for yourself. And it's full of ups and downs. It's sometimes really hard. It's sometimes really challenging. It requires unlearning. It requires persistence. It requires just a commitment to yourself, but it is so freaking worth it. And I feel like I'm at this cusp of a next level version of myself. And I am currently tuning in to this letting go and knowing that certain habits, certain behaviors, certain crutches that I've been leaning on until this point are not in alignment with who I want to be with this next version of me and so get ready world because she's coming but I'm also figuring it out I'm also leaning into the journey of discovering that and it's really really beautiful to do that and the whole process of achieving that is really awesome but something that I'm doubling down on right now is this awareness of shedding and of really letting go of this past version of me so that I can step into the shoes of new me and co-create with her what my life is going to look like from here on out. So there you go, you guys. That's all I wanted to share in today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it just lit up a fire under your butt and got you excited to live your best fucking life, like live your most abundant embodied life and really step into your potential because I know That if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to a podcast called Inner Growth, I know that you want to have an amazing relationship with yourself. I know that you want to feel connected to your true self. I know that you're into self-growth and inner work and you're ready for this. You're ready to be your best self. You're ready for this next level. And I'm ready for you. I'm excited for you. And so if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube and like this video. Subscribe to be in the loop of new episodes. And... Also, if you're listening on Spotify and on Apple, just remember to click the plus button on Apple and the bell icon on Spotify so you can be notified of future episodes. And if you took something away, definitely leave a little response in the comments or in a question box, which I'm pretty sure Spotify now includes in every episode of like, and like, what did you think about this episode? Like, drop a comment on there. I would love to hear from you, even if it's like a one sentence answer. So Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week with a guest episode. And remember to water yourself, love yourself, and I'm cheering you on. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.